Hi everyone. Our guest today is Neil McKinley from Victoria, British Columbia. I'm Scott Graham, the host of the Follow Your True Azimuth micro podcast, and I'm very excited to hear how this meditation teacher and mentor follows his true azimuth. Hi Neil, welcome to the show. Thanks, Scott, and thanks to all your listeners for taking the time to tune in today. It's uh, really great to be here with you all, and I really appreciate the opportunity. Neil, tell us your story of a time when you struggled to follow your true azimuth. The time I struggled to follow my true azimuth came into my life only a few years ago, and it started a process of recovery and discovery that continues today. As noted, I'm a meditation teacher, a meditation mentor, which means I'm also a student of this practice. I first learned to meditate as a teenager, and about 30 years ago, I started to study and practice more formally. I worked with two successive communities, both rooted in Tibetan Buddhism, both of which provided opportunities to engage formal curriculum and do long retreats. In early 2020, my relationship with the second of these communities came to a close. I had become uneasy with how the leader treated long-standing students such as myself. In an atmosphere characterized by manipulation and disempowerment, I felt my inner knowing, which I think is an essential aspect of the spiritual path and of our humanity, I felt my inner knowing undermined over and over again. Eventually, my mental and physical state became so compromised by this that I had to leave, and that 20-year relationship ended. And while the relief I felt at departing the situation was considerable, the sense of loss I felt was overwhelming. With little idea of how to navigate this, I turned to what I know. I meditated. In the process, I started to settle into what was happening for me, into that crushing loneliness. And out of this settling came experiences of insight and understanding that spoke directly to what was overwhelming for me. All of this suggested a phase of meditation that I had not recognized before, one in which I actually let the understanding coming out of meditative settling guide me into my life, which is what I started to do. If meditative insight suggested I was tired, I'd rest. If what came up was loneliness, I reached out. If I suddenly saw how stuck I was, I sought out therapy. It's worth noting that I did much of my practicing during this span in community. With the end of that dysfunctional relationship and the arrival of COVID, all of my teaching activity ceased. In response, I started to offer something online, something that has evolved into the online gatherings. In doing so, I got to see the brilliant and adaptive, the articulate and vulnerable ways others were meeting the challenges of meditation and the challenges of their lives. Under the influence of these two, I actually found myself moving through my lostness. Certainly not getting over, but slowly moving through that experience with meditation, healing a compromised relationship with inner wisdom, and with the members of the online gatherings community affirming the existence of this wisdom through their simple willingness to show up and be themselves. I also found a sense of direction and purpose in this. To bring together people who believe meditation can help us connect with the wisdom of our person, our communities, and our lives. To develop a practical understanding of the teachings and practices of meditation together. And to encourage and empower 
inspire and support one another as we familiarize with this wisdom in both our practice and in the many ways it expresses in our world. Bringing meditation to life is a phrase I use to describe this. All of my offerings, the online gathering community particularly, help us bring meditation to life. They encourage and empower, inspire and support us as we bring basic stillness, the basic stillness and knowing that we reconnect with through meditation into our everyday lives. They certainly help me do this, which I suppose is another way of saying they're helping me follow my true azimuth. Lostness. I think that is an issue many people grapple with. Neil, you talked about showing up and being yourself in your story. That is such a core part of following your true azimuth. Who inspires you to show up and be yourself? Roger Federer, Bob Dylan, and the Canadian author Margaret Lawrence. Thank you so much, Neil, for being with us today. Thanks again, Scott. Thanks to all of your listeners for giving me the opportunity to share my experience, my story here. If folks want to know a little bit more about myself and the work that I do, my website, neilmckinley.com, offers a good overview of everything, including the online gatherings community that I've mentioned here. It also gives you an opportunity to sign up to my newsletter, which is a regular source of updates, announcements, teachings, and special offers, as well as a reminder that meditation just might have something to offer our lives. Mm-hmm.